As a listener to Intelligent Medicine, you know that fish oil provides the vital omega-3s, EPA, and DHA that support your cardiovascular, brain, nerve, vision, immune system, joint, and skin health, as well as your inflammatory balance. My preferred fish oil brand is Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions, including soft gels, liquid, and enteric-coated options in a variety of potencies. Vital Nutrients even offers a high-performance and nutrient-dense vegan omega supplement option. Vital Nutrients' line of ultra-pure omega-3 solutions are held to the most rigorous quality standards in the industry, ensuring maximum freshness, purity, and potency. I use Vital Nutrients myself and recommend it to my patients. For more information and to order, call 888-328-9992. That's 888-328-9992. Or go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co for the Vital Nutrients line of Ultra Pure Omega-3 Solutions. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Layla Mutin. Thank you for joining me. You can go to drhoffman.com and subscribe to our free newsletter, the Intelligent Medicine Newsletter, which comes out once a week around Wednesday. And thank you for downloading these podcasts. If you'd like to email me with a question, topic of interest, that email is questions at drhoffman.net. That's questions at drhoffman.net. We are seeing more and more diagnosed cases of type 1 diabetes. In fact, it has increased dramatically. I'm bringing this to you from Integrative Practitioner. Now, it has increased so much so that according to a naturopathic doctor, Dr. Laura Neville, um, if an integrative practitioner doesn't already care for a patient with type 1 diabetes, that they will soon. And An investigation into the prevalence of type 1 diabetes in children and adolescents by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, found from the year 2001 to 2017, the number of people under 20 years old living with type 1 diabetes rose by 45%. Now, although there is a well-established link between genetics and the likelihood of developing the disease, Dr. Neville said the rising incidence of type 1 diabetes cannot be explained by genetics alone. Now, several theories suggest that environmental pressures like toxicity and a lack of vitamin D may play a role in the onset of the disease and could be a significant contributor to the sharp rise in cases. 
An autoimmune disease, type 1 diabetes, is caused by the destruction by the immune system of the pancreatic beta cells. These beta cells are in the pancreas. They are, destro- they are responsible for producing ins- insulin. But if it's being destroyed, you won't have any more insulin being produced. So as a result, the pancreas is no longer able to produce insulin. The reason for the immune system's sudden attack on otherwise healthy tissue is most likely multifactorial, but is still unclear, as is a lot of other information about the disease, according to Dr. Neville. I'll tell you what, we're seeing a lot more autoimmune disease. It is prevalent. The main suspects in any autoimmune condition, including type 1 diabetes, are gluten and casein. Casein is the protein found in all animal milk, cow's milk, goat's milk, sheep's milk, all animal milk. I remember Dr. Atkins saying, and he would advise, especially in those with juvenile type 1 diabetes, we're talking children and adolescents, if they were newly diagnosed, he would take them all together, especially off dairy, not just gluten, but dairy. So if they were to stop drinking milk, that type 1 diabetes could go into remission. It was quite remarkable. I know in my practice, anybody... now. Type 1 diabetes is autoimmune. Type 2 diabetes is different. Type 2 diabetes, in my opinion, is a lifestyle choice. If you keep eating all those sugars and carbs that your body is not meant to deal with and not move your body around, like exercise, type 2 diabetes will happen and can happen, especially as we get older. Type 1 is autoimmune in nature, and we're seeing more and more of it. Dr. Neville does mention a lack of vitamin D. Absolutely. Absolutely. Those with lower vitamin D levels would be more prone to any autoimmune condition, including type 1 diabetes. But there was also a study done a couple of decades ago. I remember talking about this during my vitamin D lecture back in the days when we used to do the Hoffman Center nutrition lectures that A mother, a pregnant mother, if her vitamin D levels were low, her offspring had a higher risk of developing type 1 diabetes. And you know, you can't get it from the sun in the Northeast between October and April. We're all bundled up. We're not getting it. And food sources, you can't get a whole lot. If you were drinking milk, you'd have to get a whole lot. And would I recommend milk for somebody with an autoimmune disease? Animal milk? Absolutely not. Not that so many non-dairy milks are much better. So many of them contain things like sunflower oil and gums, vegetable gums like gelin gums, which has replaced carrageenan. These cause intestinal permeability. That means leaky gut. You know what the precursor to all autoimmune disease is? A leaky gut. So, uh, vitamin D, you'd have to eat a whole lot 
of mushrooms, shiitake mushrooms that have been ripened in the sun, or a whole lot of salmon, like two pounds worth, who's going to eat that much food? So it's appropriate to take a supplement. So not only is type 1 diabetes a perplexing illness, but it's also often overshadowed by the much more common type 2 diabetes. And according to the CDC, in 2016, only 5.8% of all diagnosed cases were type 1 diabetes, whereas 90.9% were type 2. And again, type 2 diabetes is a lifestyle choice. It is reversible. That's what we do in our practice. In turn, not as much, much research focuses on type 1 diabetes. Consequently, many in the integrative healthcare community aren't fully educated on the condition and don't know how they can help patients with it. Yet, according to Dr. Neville, there's a lot more that natural medicine can offer to those with type 1 diabetes. Quote, it's an amazingly untapped area, she says. Most type 1s are getting, quote, what I think of as a very superficial health support. And the deeper layers of their health and their lives are never really addressed. Conventional medicine treats type 1 diabetes through insulin injections. And that's, you have to, because type 1 diabetics, they don't make any insulin. And they need to take insulin. As long as type 1 diabetics are getting an adequate basal rate of insulin and giving themselves the correct bolus dose by counting the carbohydrates at each meal, conventional medicine says they could eat whatever they like. <laughs> I, I, I angrily disagree with that. Just because they discovered insulin, take as much, eat whatever you want because you could always bol bolster yourself with insulin. No, I have type 1 diabetic patients on a low-carb diet so they can self-administer the lowest amount of insulin possible. Because you know what happens when you eat whatever you want and give yourself all that insulin? You get fat. That's what happens. You become inflamed. I have type 1 diabetics who've been had it for decades. One gentleman was about 50 pounds overweight. I put him on a low-carb diet so he was able to self-administer less insulin. Guess what? He lost a lot of weight. His conventional doctor didn't tell him about that. The conventional dietitian didn't tell him about that. So, the problem, Dr. Neville says, is that blood sugar levels are impacted by so many different factors, from hormone fluctuations to humidity, and it's nearly impossible for a type 1 diabetic to eat a carbohydrate-filled diet and accurately dose insulin with consistency. And we don't want you on a carbohydrate-filled diet. She says no one should be eating the standard American diet, let alone a type 1 diabetic. Amen, Dr. Neville. Teaching type 1s that it's simply about carbohydrates and insulin dosing 
is just completely missing the mark. I wholeheartedly agree. One of the biggest factors that can lead to difficult to control blood sugar levels are hormones. And according to Dr. Neville, blood sugar levels can increase at certain times during a woman's menstrual cycle and or when they have a hormone disorder, such as polycystic ovary syndrome, PCOS. PCOS is linked to high testosterone levels secondary to elevated insulin levels, which can lead to symptoms like hair loss, acne, unwanted hair growth, like on other parts of the body, body hair, facial hair growth, and irregular menstrual cycles. And while PCOS is common among females, it has been shown to disproportionately affect women with type 1 diabetes. A 2006 study published in the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism found the prevalence of PCOS was 40% among women with type 1 diabetes. In contrast, only 2.6% of the controls who did not have diabetes were diagnosed with the condition. The basis of managing type 1 diabetes and PCOS, Dr. Neville explains, it's a whole foods diet. A whole foods diet provides plenty of fiber from your vegetables, which make glucose rise at a lower rate. Conversely, simple and processed carbs cause blood sugars to spike. She says, I suggest staying away as much as possible from simple processed carbs. Foods like pizza, bagels, pasta can be frustratingly hard to dose for. It's true. In addition to helping regulate glucose levels, a whole foods diet increases gut microbial diversity, which lowers the risk of additional autoimmune conditions. You want the right beneficial bacteria as part of your microbiome. You want the microbial diversity in your microbiome for good health. Dr. Neville says autoimmunity likes to come in pairs and triplets. So even if we cannot yet cure type 1 diabetes, we can at least calm the immune system, lower the risk of complications, and further autoimmune disease development, improve foundations to health, and allow life with type 1 diabetes to be a lot more enjoyable. I will tell you, children, adults, whoever comes in to our office with type 1 diabetes, we immediately check them for celiac disease. And that's what Dr. Neville means when she says autoimmunity likes to come in pairs and triplets. We often find celiac disease amongst type 1 diabetics. We might also find another autoimmune disorder like Hashimoto's thyroiditis, for example. So to provide patients with dense nutrients throughout the day, Dr. Neville also suggests that her patients with type 1 diabetes drink bone broth, which helps satiate hunger, 
reduce carb cravings, and regulate blood sugar. Hear, hear. I agree. Listen, I often tell patients, start your lunch or your dinner with a bowl of broth. Any broth, a chicken broth, a bone broth, whatever broths that you've made or bought, right? Some clear consomme. That's what we're talking about. It can help to begin to satiate you and you're getting important electrolytes in that broth, right? You're getting nutrients, you're getting collagen, you're getting all of that in a bone broth. Everybody's taking a collagen supplement that's flavored vanilla chocolate. Hey, drink your broth. Make it from scratch. Simmer a whole lot of bones, chicken, meat, carcass, throw in there salt, pepper, herbs, spices, celery, carrot, onion. Simmer this for hours. Strain it out. You have broth. Make a vat of the stuff so you have it. You have it available. You can also freeze it. A great way to store bone broth or any broth. Store them in your ice cube tray so you could take them out and cook your vegetables. Braise your vegetables in this beautiful broth. It's the stuff of life. Now, in addition to a whole food diet, Dr. Neville recommends that her patients with type 1 diabetes try intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting gives the body time away from food, allowing it to heal issues deep in the body. And according to Dr. Neville, it's also been shown to regenerate pancreatic beta cells in newly diagnosed type 1 diabetics. Absolutely. See, you can regenerate. You can heal, even from autoimmunity. For patients with type 1 diabetes, Dr. Neville said she always asked about chronic viral illnesses since viruses can significantly impact blood sugar levels and they're implicated in disease development. From an integrative standpoint, The goal is not to fight off every virus, but to strengthen the body's ability to manage it, to strengthen the terrain. Antoine Beauchamp, the terrain. Not Louis Pasteur, who was about germ theory, but terrain. Antoine Beauchamp. Dr. Neville also tests for vitamins and minerals, such as vitamin D, B-folate, Uh, B12, folate, magnesium, and supplements accordingly. This is important because you don't want micronutrient deficiencies. So while treating uncontrolled blood sugar levels caused by hormonal changes, whether that be a disorder like PCOS or simply a woman's natural menstrual cycle, Dr. Neville will analyze exercise habits. Research published in the journal Nature Reviews Endocrinology suggested that endurance exercise lowers blood sugar while explosive exercises like jumping and sprinting can increase blood sugar. Now, I want to explain that. It doesn't mean don't do any sprinting. Here's what explosive exercise may be causing in the body. A spike in cortisol. It is possible. And cortisol is a stress hormone, and that can increase blood sugar because it's it's to help the body manage stress. So depending on whether a patient 
is experiencing hyperglycemia or hypoglycemia, Dr. Neville may suggest changes to their exercise routine. And aside from diet and exercise interventions, Dr. Neville is a big proponent of using the supplement resveratrol for type 1 diabetic patients. Resveratrol helps increase the SIRT1 protein, which is associated with the regulation of estrogen. And according to Neville, by maintaining healthy levels of estrogen, resveratrol may also help prevent cardiovascular disease, which women with type 1 diabetes are at a higher risk for. Results from a preliminary trial published in the journal Nutrients showed that a 500 milligram capsule twice daily of resveratrol reduced fasting glucose, hemoglobin A1c, and a marker for oxidative stress, as well as increased total antioxidant capacity in participants with type 1 diabetes. It's basically all the aspects we want for a type 1 diabetic, she says, to lower blood glucose, lower A1C, and to increase the body's ability to manage oxidative stress. And that's happening all through this one treatment of resveratrol. Another supplement Dr. Neville often suggests for type 1 diabetics is melatonin. Studies have shown melatonin to reduce diabetic complications like retinopathy, nerve damage, depression, kidney issues, heart problems, and impaired wound healing, according to Dr. Neville. Combined with conventional medicine, natural therapies can help fill in the gaps of type 1 diabetes care to improve glucose control and reduce daily insulin requirements. Yes, and all coupled with a low-carb diet. The goal is not to take insulin away from these patients. Indeed, they need insulin, but not a lot. The goal is to tap into all those layers beyond insulin dosing and carb counting that rarely get addressed. Dr. Neville says conventional medicine And insulin keeps these patients alive, but it's the deeper natural therapies that make them well. So, great stuff from Dr. Neville, who's a naturopath. And this comes to you from Integrative Practitioner, a wonderful journal that I enjoy reading. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In. This is Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212 212- Seven seven nine one seven four four. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.